Peace in family, it's your brother from another motherland, Mr. Mikhail, the energy. And you are now tapped into spiritual health with Mikhail, where I deep dive into spiritual conversations that many people are not talking about, family. Let's get into it right now. Enjoy, leave a comment, hit me up. And if you want to tap into our community, Waroho House, go to warohohouse.com and join us in this spiritual game. Peace in, love out. Yaga, yo. Yo, peace in family. It's your brother from another motherland, Mr. Mikkel. The energy right here on rhythm, in breath for another spiritual health conversation. This era, this season, we are dealing with the nature of sex, family. So if this is a topic that you want to get into, if you're interested in this topic, family, I urge you to stay tuned and stay on rhythm to this next season family all right family check this out so come through family right now and let's get it in this era like i said is all about the nature of sex we are here to break down sexuality as it pertains to our spiritual nature there's a lot of conversation constantly a lot of conversation constantly family about sexuality what's wrong what's right which preference is this which da 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 and really, we're all flinging around our opinions. Me too. But guess what, family? I think because of that and because of the volatile time we live in, I think it's important that we deal with actual facts when it comes to sex as a principle. And what my intentions is, is to put out this discourse and this conversation and allow us to make a conscious decision for ourselves about how we want to uh amplify and project our sexuality in the world because our sexuality is ours it's personal it's for us you get it family so um i really want to encourage this discussion and so anybody who wants to get involved get involved all right let's get it in family no long thing we're gonna start off this discourse uh there's something i wanted to talk about and it pertains to what I was um, going in on on my live, not on my live, but I put, you know, I put some questions up around masculinity. I made a comment on my Instagram, um, personal Instagram account, saying that limp dicks don't, what was the statement? Limp dicks don't produce shit. That was, that was my lyric. I dropped a lyric. <laughs> and a couple people messaged me like, you know, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, it came from the first. The first statement was masculinity equals erection. And this is something that I want to go on a journey of because I think it's really important in this day and age we understand our role as divine masculine by understanding masculinity as a principle. But masculinity, if you were to define it, it is erection. The erection is the symbol of masculinity and by studying the erection and masculinity as a principle we will see the importance of being erect as men as divine masculine principles so this is something i want to get into um because i think nowadays i think nowadays with the blending of gender identity and the fluidity of gender nowadays, we can become misconstrued 
about the roles in which masculinity and femininity play in the development of society. I am all for uh, breaking down tradition. I am all for innovating on cultures um, that have, are now outdated. I am all for challenging stereotypes that exist with from men and women. I champion that. But, or should I say, however, on top of that, what is important, that roles and responsibilities in regards to family, which is the business of masculinity and femininity, right? Is family. There must be roles and responsibilities that are developed and constructed around the people who represent the building of the family, which is man and woman, okay? So, what I am going to be doing is going in, when we do this course, when we do this course in May, we'll be going to be going in on masculinity as a principle and femininity as a principle, and then looking at how they manifest within ourselves, and then looking at how that manifests into the business of family. Does that make sense? Yeah? So... <laughs> so, masculinity as a principle is dealing with erection. It is about discipline, morality, uprightness, focus, non-emotional fixation, right? The masculine is fixed. It's a fixed energy. And so the erection and keeping the erection is the symbol of a successful masculine entity. Yes. How long can you keep the keep that erection? How long can you remain moral and disciplined within your principles that you set for yourself? along the lines of your highest intentions. This is the game that all of us must go through. When we're looking at masculinity, this is the most paramount. And so let me talk to men specifically, because I believe that men are losing their grip on society, not in the context that, you, that we may celebrate, you know, in the empowerment of the woman, doesn't mean the disempowerment of the man. In fact, a woman who is empowered only amplifies the real man. The real man is going to be amplified by an empowered woman. The, why? Because the woman presents one of our greatest challenges to be able to create a family, to be able to secure her in her vulnerable state so that we may build something that contributes to this world in order to do that, to be a provider, to be a protector, to be a projector of a reality of a family is a somewhat of an insurmountable task. And the very, the, the, you know, the ability for you to take that on as a man or the desire to take that on, the will to take on that challenge is what allows you to refine yourself as a masculine, especially when you are dedicated to 
a family and constructing a family and building a community and a nation around yourself, but it starts with a family. That will design you in ways unimaginable. And I think that is a lost quality of masculinity that we haven't we haven't really we haven't really unpacked that in this generation we talk about masculinity around having money around being able to you know go to war and these are byproducts of the most important aspect which is building a family you see and today I believe, I truly believe that men have been, we have been restricted from our true masculinity. Men who are born in societies, particularly like the West, where the system takes the powers of the man, the system takes the powers of the man and provides it for the family themselves. Where most of us look at that as somewhat of a... It's okay, mama, I'll clean it. It's okay, yeah? Where most of us look at that as a, as a crutch of support is actually a agent of disability. What do I mean? If I was, so let me go into spiritual law. Spiritual law says this. Your spiritual power and wisdom is only cultivated at the peace that is met with a spiritual challenge. One more time. Your spiritual power and wisdom is only cultivated when you come with peace to a huge spiritual challenge. Now, if someone has removed your challenges, particularly as a man, meaning you don't, you know, there's a benefit system so that now your, your, your family can get money for free. There's a, uh, you don't have to work to get money. The woman is more likely to get employment than you in certain industries, particularly the low level ones, right? When and then entrepreneurship is not something that is a part of our culture, right? When all of these things are removed from a man's initiation process, he remains a boy. He remains a boy in practicality because his only natural initiation is his balls dropping that's a man's only natural initiation the woman goes through several throughout her life the man's natural initiation is his erection and the ability to produce life after that the only initiations men can have is the ones he takes himself through one more time the only initiations men can have is the ones he takes himself through right whereas women
go through natural initiations that develop them spiritually. It's internal. Ours are external. And so when you remove these important parts of our initiation process, like responsibility, yes, like discipline, and us being able to feel the, the repercussions of not having discipline. If you remove those things, which essentially that's what Western society has done, then you produce boys with muscles, boys with big voices, boys with no emotional intelligence, boys with lack of discipline, and boys that can have the ability to reproduce more boys, and this is the issue. You see? So our process of development is dependent on the initiations we put ourselves through or our community puts ourselves through. And this is why... Two hands, mama. Two hands. Two hands. Okay? Yeah? This is why... A man's value is centered around what he creates for himself. Yes? A man's value is always going to be about what he has done for himself. What he has created. What he has built. Whereas a woman's value is not. No one cares other than to celebrate someone's personal achievements. No one's studying what a woman's done in the world. That doesn't, that doesn't determine whether she's a good suitor or not. If she's got a good paying job or a no paying job, if she's got a degree or no degree, we're not necessarily looking at that to determine whether she's a good suitor. Yes? But what we are looking at with men is those exact things. What is he able to produce in this world? Does he have the discipline to withstand a family? Does he have the fortitude to upkeep the woman that he now wants to take on as his own? This is fundamentally what masculinity is about and is absolutely the role of the man to deep dive into that principle for his own spiritual benefit. And so I really want to unpack masculinity as a whole for everyone, and particularly focusing on men and what we are supposed to be doing with this principle. The symbol of masculinity is represented by the sun. If you look at the behavior of the sun and what the sun does for this world and what the sun means to our way of life, hapana, Hapana, what the sun means to our way of life, you will get an indication as to what masculinity means and represents in a family and household setup. Are you following me? Yeah? You following me, family? It's so important because, generally speaking, it is my personal belief that this world can be fixed by men who are standing in their truth as masculine entities. You see, 
the feminine, like I said, the feminine is growing by natural course. Yes? And guess what? When I say the feminine, I'm not just talking about women. I'm saying the feminine. Yes? The feminine is growing and developing via nature's way. And you will observe that in you, man and woman. You're going to observe that. The feminine in you is growing and expanding. But what is happening to the masculine? The masculine needs to only grows with specific intentional discipline. The feminine does not. You see, the feminine comes first. The masculine projects from that feminine. And there we design reality using the masculine principle. But the feminine comes first. The darkness, the formless, the void. When God says in the Bible, let there be light, that engages the masculine principle. Thus, we have the world as we know it and the various realities and realms and experiences as we know it because of what the masculine brings out of the feminine. But what I'm saying, family, the rise of femininity is happening whether you like it, appreciate it or not. It is happening to everyone world over. Femininity as an energy is expanding us. But today, what that means is we must literally take stock of how we want to develop and design reality. And I'm telling you, that is reserved for the masculine. And that is where brothers, men need to step up. I said this yesterday in the podcast. We must become makers and owners i don't care what you're into i don't care what you like or love become a maker and owner of that thing as men it is so important that we are not in a position where somebody gets to dictate our reality as men it is so important that we do not put ourselves in a position where someone dictates how you should preach, dictates how you should program, dictates how you and who you must provide for and when and what. That is a limp on our proverbial erection. Are you with me? One more time. If somebody is dictating to you, I like that word. If someone else is dictating to you, <laughs> if someone is dictating to you as a man what you must do with yours, that is a limp on the proverbial erection that is masculinity. And it is a dangerous place to be in. A dangerous position on who we are and it does not it has the opposite effect of our initiation into manhood it has the opposite effect remember femininity comes as part of nature masculinity must be cultivated discipline 
must be a constant, a constant show up. You must show up constantly for discipline. You must show up constantly for what it is you're about. You must show up constantly for where it is you're trying to project your reality to. Femininity is a circular experience. It doesn't, it comes as a part of nature. It is the foundation of nature itself. Masculinity is how you produce. You see what I'm saying? Masculinity is your ability to produce. So family, my brothers, if you're listening, and I want, uh, please share this live with men, but also study this as a woman as well, because masculinity and femininity exist in all of us. But I want to speak to the men on this episode. We need to step up. We need to step up. You're not a woman, right? You are a divine masculine. That means by natural law, you have been brought here to represent divine masculinity. You've been brought here to hold space spiritually, right? For the good and heaven of, on this earth, you've been brought here to represent divine masculinity. That's moral uprightness, discipline, principle. That is to design, define reality. Define reality. How dare you let someone else tell you how to define your reality. Because if you don't, they're going to take away your money. They're going to put you in awkward positions. That is not what strengthens you as a masculine. As a masculine, what strengthens us is the ability to define, project, and erect our reality. Now, how many of us can confidently say that that's where we are at? That's who we are. That is the position we sit in. Not many of us, but it's time for change, bros. It's time to change that because our families are at stake. Our children's minds are at stake. The happiness of our partners, our women, other brothers, society as a whole, culture is depending on you to stay erect. One more time. Culture is dependent on you to stay erect. Why do I use the erection? Let's go into sex because like I said, sex is universal. If you observe it in one place, what's true over here will be true over there. So if sex is sex and it's a universal truth, then we should be able to observe it everywhere. So, erection. Staying erect. Watch this. If you are not erect, you cannot produce life. It's as simple as that. If you're not erect, you cannot produce life. Without an erection, there is an inability to connect with the feminine. The feminine cannot open up to you without you being erect. True or false? It's true. Without remaining erect, you cannot produce life. Also, without, if, if, picture this, I like using this analogy. If the sun stops shining, what happens to the earth? 
if the sun stops shining, what happens to the earth? That is how important the man is in the family dynamic. If the sun stops shining, what happens to the earth? All the beauty you see and observe on the earth ceases to exist. And similarly, the only time sex stops mainly is when the man ejaculates. When the man ejaculates, the sex ceases and the women do no, no longer get to go on their journey of pleasure. When the man ejaculates, sex is finished. <laughs> therefore, pleasure is finished. You see, therefore that experience, that orgasmic rhythm that you get into when you're in sex ceases to exist. Again, what I'm here to say is that the same applies to your disciplines, to your intentions. When you move away, when you step away from these things, then your heaven, the reality that you are cultivating also ceases to exist. Let's get some questions going, family. We are just on the half an hour mark. And so I want to get some questions. Um, yeah, put any question you like. It can be provocative. It can be something you're trying to work out yourself. I don't mind. But this is, we're dedicated to the nature of sex family. Let's get some questions going on right about Nizal. You don't know. Let's get some questions, family. You get me, get me, get me, get me, get me. <laughs> Let's get some questions right now. Jump in the question box. So, announcements, like I said, family, this is just the preface to our spiritual program that we're going to be doing on May the 15th, family. If you are around May the 15th, I want you to tap in with our spiritual program known as The Nature of Sex. We're going to be taking um, bookings and sign-ups for that starting next week, and we've got limited spaces, family. We're going to be doing a 21-day challenge. We're going to be doing spiritual programs. We're going to be dealing with masculinity specifically and femininity, and I'm going to be providing you with challenges and activities and activations to help you design your own rhythm when it comes to sexuality every time you say sexuality people get triggered but we don't need to be triggered we're only triggered because we're still babies and children in the realms of sexuality but actually family we are made of the fabric of sex and so we should be excited to explore these these topics because it means ultimately our spiritual growth so let's get it in, family. Let's jump in. Let's get some questions going right now in the question box. I'm going to be waiting for you because that's what I'm here for. More announcements. Village Link Up. This December, family, we are getting ready to welcome you to the motherland. That is also open for bookings, family. It's a first come, first serve thing. And uh, yeah, we'll be getting it in. Any questions, family? Or are we cutting this off early? Ooh. It is hot.
amazing juicy blue juicy blue how do we recognize and observe this harmony mm. that's beautiful because i like this question because it's going to show up differently for different people based on their spiritual journey first I want to recognize that harmony is the balance of masculine and feminine. Masculinity and femininity, though polar opposites, are not in competition. They are made for complementation. They are made to be complementary to each other. So masculinity and feminine is made to be complement. How we spot this harmony is when one is overriding the other and you haven't been able to create space for the projection and experience of both yeah so this looks like something like overworking and not allowing yourself to rest this looks like having too much responsibilities and no room for vulnerability this looks like focusing only on this looks like addiction any addiction represents disharmony if you have an if you're addicted to anything it means that you are limiting your capacity for expression. Your capacity for expression is limited. That's why you're addicted to a particular way because there is no balance or harmony. So that's another way to observe this harmony through addictions as well. Um, what else would I say? Yeah, not just addiction, but unhealthy relationships with spiritual matters and when i say spiritual matters i'm talking about something like eating food if you can't stop eating a particular food if you can't stop smoking if you can't stop drinking if you can't stop yourself from having sex if you must if it's like if you can't control anything that is outside of your control there's nothing wrong with engaging there's nothing wrong with having a good ass time there's nothing wrong with indulging. But if your indulgence is to the detriment of your own health, then you have just observed disharmony. If you know this thing is killing you. If I know that uh, sugar is causing spots or bread, yeast is making me bloated or meat is, is, has caused disease in my family, then... If I can't stop that after having the knowledge that it is not good for me, then I have disharmony. At that point, it is imperative that not only do I stop, but remove myself totally to give myself a physical experience of being without. Long enough that I can sit in front of the ganja in front of the cigarette, in front of the, 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 the alcohol, in front of the, the inviting woman, in front of the pornography, in front of the, the food. I can sit in front of it and not feel a thing. Know through experience, wow, I like this shit. I have the capacity to indulge and ravish in these things. But to be able to sit and be a watcher of the thing that you desire is a knowledge and an experience of harmony. If you are not able to be a watcher 
of your desires without you being emotively dragged into um into connecting with it or into indulging in it then you have disharmony family so that's a great way to observe those things we want to we want to be able to the whole purpose of life is to enjoy it everything in life all of it those the substances the the sex you know the food the alcohol the sugar the the meat you know if that's your thing why not i don't eat meat but once upon a time i licked the bone I don't eat meat, but one time I licked the... You know what I'm saying? Pause. You know what I'm saying? Once upon a time, I would enjoy it. And that's the point of life. So, but you can't enjoy it if you're not able to play the seesaw game. If you're not able to flirt with your own desires. If you fall into... If you're like almost, you know, objectifying your own desires, then... (laughs) Then... We are in trouble, family. And so the purpose of enjoyment of life is harmony, is balance. Thank you for that question. Let's Kunya Maji. So and the So So more questions, family. I love that question. This is why we ask questions, so we can provoke some thought in the direction of the people. Let's get some more questions in, family. We've got about 15 minutes left, and it's dedicated to questions. If there are none, so be it. But if they're here, please fire away. Any question, you can be controversial, you can be provocative. It doesn't have to be your personal belief. It may just be something you want to hear me talk about. Yeah? So, yeah, let's dive in. Big up Juicy Blue. I'm glad to be of service to you. Also, let me take this time to say one-on-one coaching family i am open for one-on-one coaching i coach a lot of people around the world on a weekly basis if anyone is looking for one-on-one spiritual health coaching on matters of the spirit using and understanding the laws of ma'at and helping you navigate these sensitive topics feel free open and confident to hit me up and let's get a session in all right cool let's do questions family let's go i will await I will await your questions. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to sit here in peace like this. Watch it. Yes, let's do questions, family. We're going to get it in. Mekula. Mekula. Ah, 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 ah. Careful. <laughs> Let's go with the questions, family. 
Don't get shy on me today, family. I like your provocation. Pick one for daddy. Pick one. Which number? Give me a number. Number nine. Number nine? Yeah. Alright then. So uh, we're gonna get into number nine. Yeah? I put the number nine. Yeah. So question in regards to discipline. Careful mama. Kula. Mm -hmm. in, in regards to discipline, how should the masculine use emotions to cultivate highest intentions? The way that question was asked, it means I know you have the answer. <laughs> I know you know the answer already. Just by how you asked the question, it's so funny. But this is a good question in general, just so we can get an understanding of how the mascul how masculinity is supposed to use emotions, right? In regards to this discipline, how should the masculine use emotions to cultivate his highest intentions? That is, you almost put the answer right there. The masculine should use emotions to cultivate his highest intentions. <laughs> That's exactly what, how you should use the emotions. So... Let's look at it. Let's look at this, right? Before, before, well, not before, but as we answer this question, I want us to understand where emotions are on the spiritual tree of life, right? Emotions is number three. Now, this is important to note because the higher the number, meaning if from one down to ten, the higher the number, the more spiritual power it has. Emotions is number three and belongs to the divine faculty known as Sakir. Sakir is dealing with emotional power, the bodiless power of the Most High Creator. So family, emotions is a power from God. God. This is important to understand because daily we constantly look at emotions because of our inability to relate with it we constantly look at emotions as a bad thing as something we shouldn't have as something we shouldn't do or we we look at it from the perspective of every emotion should run its course within our body and if you felt it you should express it do you get what i'm saying this is a dangerous ideology especially when you're dealing with men and masculinity because of our ability to initiate the sex act. It's dangerous then for men to blindly follow their emotions. Uh, in particularly the same way a female does. It's dangerous. It's so dangerous for a man to be lack emotional discipline. Now... It is important that the masculine is emotionally disciplined, meaning 
through physical practice and physical bodily engagement, we are to develop the rhythm of channeling our emotions towards our highest intentions. This isn't something you can just, this isn't something that you can just make up or study or read about. This is something that you physically have to do. And I actually think, and I actually think that is one of the biggest problems, that is one of the biggest problems in our, in our society or, or with many of, of what we call leaders of the past, we talk a lot. Like me, I'm talking. I'm talking. And it's not hard to talk. It's really not hard to talk. But to live out what I'm saying, that shit is hard. But that minute aspect is the most important part for a man. So it's important it's important that once we've identified what is right and good for us as men, it is important that all of our dis- emotions come and manifest. No. All of our emotions come. All of our emotions come to ma- manifest to back the decision that we've made. And we can't do that if we're physically weak. I'm not talking about going to the gym, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. But I'm talking about being able to command our emotions at will. I'm talking about being able to use the emotions and not allow the emotions to use us. Everyone can do this, but it's imperative that men have this ability. Because when men do not have it, you have a dysfunctional society. Because of our role as providers, protectors, and preachers, and programmers. Because of our role, when we do not have emotional discipline to cultivate the reality we want, shit gets wild. And our woman is not protected. Our children are not safe from anyone, especially us. We become the biggest enemy on the chessboard. So how should the masculine use emotions to cultivate his highest intentions? We have to physically work our shit. We have to work ourselves physically. So that means having a discipline around your highest intentions. How are, you, how are you touching your highest intentions every day? Your highest intentions could include business ventures. It could include spiritual ventures. Your highest intentions can include moral ventures, right? So for me, for example, my highest intentions is to cultivate a community around the principles of my art that means i must every day make content for helping people learn about my art yes that's my preaching aspect yes this is how my communal discipline my communal rhythm then i have career aspirations which centers around 
me as a music artist and the industry I want to create around myself as a music artist, not the industry that I'm begging to be a part of, but the industry I'm designing around myself. Chesorojo is my industry. Village Link-Up is my industry. And we cr create these experiences so that both the entertainment and the education can exist in the same space, right? I have to do that every day. I have to physically practice my Chesaro every day. Now, there's disciplines that might not necessarily to do with a goal, but it's a discipline that keeps you in rhythm. This could be working out. This could be reading, studying. This could be meditating, um, allowing yourself to go into trance, into a vulnerable state. You know, you can design this based on who you are and who you are des uh, desirous of becoming. But the important, and this, this message is for everybody. But again, when men do not do this, we become a danger to society because we have the physical power and prowess. Our nature is to build, construct, destroy realms. Yes, that is our nature as men. So when we don't have emotional discipline, we're just going to be reckless. You see, we're just going to be reckless. And then we don't get to be the yang to the woman's yin. There's no point us being women. We don't have the natural inclinations that women do that allow them to develop natural disciplines. Men, we have to cultivate them. And that's what makes us into men. It's literally that simple. You see? So, there is like a society where you've got one natural woman and the other one who's feminine by default because they haven't cultivated their masculine is not a balanced or harmonious society. It's not. You see? And so, yeah. This message is imperative for bros. Let me know if I answered that question. We're going to do one more and then uh, we're going to get it in. Completely off topic. What are your thoughts on AI and its immersion to our society? That's not as off topic as you think. That's actually quite on the money. Um, I've mentioned this before. If we go back to 2019, when I was crying on my live, talking about what's coming in terms of technology, the videos are all there. I was speaking about this. I can do a whole... I what, Do you know what? I actually, let me be honest with you. I was, I had planned an entire program on the new world in terms of artificial intelligence, the metaverse. I just never did it. But... So what I'm saying is I can talk a lot on this. But in regards to AI, I think it's the new frontier of our society. It is imperative that we get in the game. Nothing can exist outside of my art. My art is the matrix. Yeah? So there is no need to be scared of AI. It's very important that you get a knowledge of AI and a wisdom of how to use AI to your own benefit. Now, on the subject of masculinity, 
and defining reality and creating worlds, every man should be on AI. Every man should be on AI because you now develop, you now have your own personal robot for defining, designing, and creating your reality. You now have within the palm of your hands, as if Google wasn't good enough, as if smartphones wasn't good enough, you now have AI as a tool for designing reality. So what the hell is your excuse now? We're running out of excuses, you know? And men, we're looking nasty out here on these streets. We're looking nasty out here. I'm, look, I'm in there as well. I'm, I'm successful. I am happy. I am content. My life is going good, but I'm telling you, I'm looking at myself like, Puh. I swear to you, I'm looking at myself like, Puh. because with the tools that we have now to become makers and owners of our reality, it's disgusting. And more and more, the skirt is being pulled up and we're seeing who has the erection and who don't. The excuses for not doing something, or I don't know, I don't have the, I didn't go to school, or I don't have the, the knowledge, or I ain't got the money, or I ain't got the time, or, or this person ain't giving me this access, or you know, they don't like me on this algorithm. All of that shit is dead. All of that shit is dead. And as men, we should be literally, like if you're a man and you're not a maker and owner of your, if you're not trying to position yourself to be a maker and owner of your reality, then you're literally setting your family up for slavery. 100. 1 million. You're setting your family up for slavery because the negative side of AI is that those who currently depend on the system to tell them what to do are about to be slaves to robots. You're going to be playing second fiddle to robots because they can move faster than you. You understand? They can move quicker. So if you're out there and you're doing your little menial, just trying to get by, you're making your money and you're like, yes, don't fire me, you know, or, you know, you just, oh, let me mind my business and do this particular job. And one day, my family's going to be straight. That's not happening, bro. It's not happening, bro, at all. You're setting yourself up for slavery. Like, legit. You see, you're setting yourself up for slavery, bro. And we're putting our family in positions that are, are reckless. You see what I'm saying? And so, like I said, this is a conversation I have with myself all the time. I'm like, hmm. Are you really going to sit here in the greatest era of human history where you can define reality, design worlds, literally, not even like on some, you know, on some like nation of Islam tip. And I don't mean that as a disrespect. I mean, you know, Marcus Garvey and Elijah Muhammad in the, in the, early 19th century was like become a maker and owner of your reality and this is when like we're fresh off the hills of slavery like legit fresh off the hills of slavery and you got marcus garvey saying free yourself create your own shops build your own businesses and you got elijah muhammad saying be a maker and owner of your reality black man is god that was wild Back then, in 2023, it's like, duh. 
in 2023, it's like, duh. Back then, that's like 100 years ago. That was like, oh my God, who are these people talking like this? Now it's like... <laughs> now it's like, bro, what are we doing, man? There is nothing else to do but become a maker and owner of your reality. Design your world how you see fit. You get what I'm saying? Design it. Everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is doing it. You think I'm joking? I'm designing this reality. I'm gonna create a whole I'm gonna create a whole new everything. Fuck it. I'm gonna drop a new sexuality by summer. We're gonna drop a new <laughs> Bunny, there we go. We're gonna drop a, a, a new sexuality. Since these lot since these lot wanna be dropping sexuality and no one asks no one asks me if I wanted to be straight. No one asked me if I wanted to. No one uh, there was no consensus. No one passed around and said, hey Mikhail, do you want to be straight? They saw me feeling on some girls and say, he's a straight man. That's a straight man right there. You know what I'm saying? They, you know what I'm saying? So who's playing? Why are we, who, who, why are we playing with other people's definition? You straight, you gay, you this, you that. No, how about we move those chips over there and go, here you go. This is my sexuality. There you go. Summer, I'm dropping a new sexuality this summer. I'm not even joking. We're gonna drop. We're gonna drop a whole new sexuality for them, because we seeing letters come. I'm dropping a letter. I'm gonna drop a letter. We're gonna drop a whole new letter for the rainbow this summer. How about that? How about that? Let's let's get in the game. Should we get in the game? Should we get in the game? In fact, let's do this right now. Everyone who signs up for the nature of sex, that is gonna be the the spiritual program that. Is going to be happening in May. Yeah, you'll be able to sign up next week to book your space. Anyone who signs up for that, you're going to be the first for the new sexual identification coming from the one and only world changer. You're done now. Yeah? You're done now. It's going to come, we're going to come with a logo. We're going to come with a color. We're going to come with a flag. Oh, it's going to be sweet. Yeah? <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm being serious. Because that is it. Me, I'm a maker and an owner. So I didn't make these titles. I, didn't, I don't own it. So I, you can have it. You can have that. Go play over there with your straight self, with your gay self. Go and play. You lot can have the argument. Over here, stay tuned. I got something. I got something. But this is the point I'm making. AI and these tools are, exist. Do you know what it is? You're just learning how much you're not on it. That's all you're learning now. The more tools that drop, you're realizing it's not the world, it's you. It's not the world, it's you. It's not your karma, it's you. It's not your mom and dad, it's you. It's not your sister, it's you. It's not your job, it's you. It's not your bro, it's you. It's not the work, it's you. It's not the song, it's you. It's not the gays, it's you. It's not the straights, it's you. It's not them, it's you. That's all we're learning. The deeper and deeper we go, technology advances itself. We're learning, it's no one but me. You're the problem. Which means, ultimately, you're the solution if you ever decide to be Neo. So see this as your wake-up call, my brothers and sisters. And let's get in the game together.
we are going to fuck up the matrix this season by redefining the nature of sexuality. Ha! If there's no more questions, family, then I will bid you a peace in and a love out. I'm gonna give someone, t I'm gonna give 20 seconds to allow for any questions, but if not, we gonna go and we gonna sort it out. We got 10 minutes left and I don't mind ending early because we gonna hit the roads and do a madness. We in the motherland right now, family, and we loving on ourselves. I wanna welcome all of you my African diaspora to the motherland this December. If you've never been to Africa, even if you've been to Africa, you've never been on the Village Link Up. If you've never been on the Village Link Up, family, this is your time. We've got a, a world preparing for you where we are the makers, where we are the owners of the experience. And I promise you, Africa is ready to show you things that you've never seen anything before. All right? So, Village Link Up this December, this May, we are going to be starting our spiritual program called The Nature of Sex. And we're going to be using, which is always our intention, we're going to be using the spiritual laws of Ma'at to look at the nature of sex. We're going to be going into masculine and feminine archetypes. We're going to be going into how masculinity and femininity appears in us. And we're going to be helping people navigate masculinity and femininity and finding balance and harmony within self so that you may do it with others because that is the absolute game. You with me, family? So I can't wait to do that. And as you just heard it here first, we're going to drop a new sexuality. A whole new sexuality. Yeah? For the people of nature. Yeah? We're going to drop a, a, sec, a new sexuality for the people of nature. All right? <laughs> Let's get in the game. All right, family. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Rising 10.30 UK time. 12.30 if you're in the east side of Africa, 11.30 if you're on the west side, and then for everyone else, you've got to figure it out. You know? <laughs> but peace in, love out, family. Mikhail the Energy is going to be dropping some new music, uh, new music videos on Thursday, so stay tuned for that. Shot a video in Ghana is coming out. Keep streaming Sweat Sweat, and let's keep loving on each other, family, because this is our world. Warroho. Peace in, love, out. You're done now. Yes, my baby. Thank you so much.